Okay, welcome back. Lesson 17, Multiply and Divide Fractions. Uh, when you are multiplying and dividing fractions, you do not need a least common denominator. When you're multiplying and dividing fractions, um, just remind yourself you don't need a least common denominator. So let's start off with operation multiplication. So if you have A over B times C over D, it's perfectly legal to just sort of travel straight across and the numerators and the denominators and say AC over BD. Um, if you need a, a numerical example of that, think about this. Two-thirds times five-sevenths. Alright, according to this, it's perfectly legal to go straight across and say, gee, that's 10 over 21. And then you would take your final answer, 10 over 21, and reduce it if possible, but 10 over 21 is, is simplified, is reduced. So yes, yeah, so when you're multiplying fractions, you just travel straight across like that, and life is good. Now, if you're a person that has memories of like cross-cancellation and things, cross-cancellation is not always applicable, right? It's certainly not applicable here. Um, so, safest thing, travel straight across and reduce it at the end. Okay? Uh, little note on the word of that triggers you for multiplication. Um, if you say half of three-fourths is three-eighths, that translates to one-half times three-fourths is three-eighths. So, we can translate the word of to mean multiply and the word is to mean equals, which is going to be really important um, when we do word problems. Let's try over here. Okay, so one-eighth of, of meaning multiply, 216. Now we can put 216 over 1. Is means equals. Now, according to what we said, you travel straight across, right? So you'd have 216 over 8, which is right, but you say maybe it can be simplified, right? Maybe 8 goes into 216 evenly. So we check that out. Um, 8 goes into 21 about twice. And 21 minus 16, what, 5? Sorry, this pen's being fussy. 16, draw the line and subtract. Um, 5, bring down the 6. 8 into 56 goes 7. So aha! You know, 8 goes into 216 evenly, in fact, 27 times. So you do kind of explore that. Okay. Uh, let's take a look at this next fact. And we had already mentioned it before. Fact, if A, B, C, D are numbers and B and D are not 0, because, of course, division by 0 is undefined, um, then, like we said earlier, A over B times C over D is just AC over BD. In other words, to multiply two fractions, you just multiply the numerators and multiply the denominators. So we'll just try um, one more of those. Uh, so if you have 3 eighths and you want to multiply that with, let's say, 4 fifths, you travel straight across and you say 12 over 40 and that's great I always say if you put that on a test I'm happy it's just that it's not reduced you know it's right it's just not reduced so then you say okay well maybe I can find a number a common divisor we've talked about reduction in the past so you know 12 over 40 um, I can divide the top by 4 I can divide the bottom by 4 that common factor that they have and uh, you're going to get 3 over 10. 3 tenths. Voila. Okay, so multiplication isn't that bad.
What about cross-cancellation, you say? Because like I said, a lot of people have memories of cross-cancellation somewhere in their past. Well, try it. You might like it. <laughs> so let's talk about what's legal. Um, it's legal to cross-cancel on the diagonals. It's also legal to cancel, you know, um, up and down. You just can't cancel laterally, like from denominator to denominator. So I can say 5 goes into itself once, and 5 goes into 15 three times. And I can say 2 goes into itself once, and 2 goes into 16 eight times. Now once you perform your cross-cancellation, now you just gather straight across, gather what you're left with, meaning 1 times 3 you can even write that out if you want. And downstairs, you've got a 1 and an 8, so 1 times 8. Okay, so we're left with 3 eighths. Now, see, stylistically, let's talk about... Um, the thing about cross-cancellation is people get lost in the land of their own handwriting. So what I'm saying is, maybe you're a person that would rather just travel straight across and reduce it at the end. So bear in mind, little note to self, you don't have to cross-cancel. You know, if I would have traveled straight across... 2 times 15 would have been 30, and uh, 5 times 16 would have been 80, and hey, 30 out of 80 is easy to reduce back down to 3 eighths, you know what I mean? So cross-cancellation isn't always necessary. Now, but I'm going to play this. If you have a whole gigantic string of multiplication like this, if you go straight across, you're going to get gigantic number over gigantic number and stuck reducing it. So sometimes we're sort of forced to cross-cancel. So let's hope you follow me. Try, maybe hit pause, try it on your own first. Okay, ready? 3 goes into itself once. 3 goes into 9 three times. Now you can use, now let's look at 4. 4 goes into itself once. You can use this 4 on this 8. 4 goes into 8 twice. You cannot cancel laterally. I can't use the 5 on the 20. I cannot do that. But I'm going to continue. You can jump cancel. Like I can use this 3 on this 18. So, oh gee, 3 goes into itself once. And 3 goes into 18 six times. See that? So you want to try and create ones is what I'm saying. Um, the best you can. Like, I can use this 2 on this 16. Right? 2 goes into itself once. 2 goes into 16 eight times. So you kind of have to look on the diagonal, see what you can use. Um, now clearly, you know, 5 has no relationship with 8. And I can't use the 5 on the 20. You can't, that's illegal. So at that point, the only thing I can do, I see 8 and I see 20. And I know that 8 and 20 have a common factor, but at that point I'm going to leave that alone and just travel straight across. So I'll, I'll deal with that later. So 1 times 1 times 1 times 8 times 1, that makes 8. And downstairs, 1 times 1 times 5 times 20. And I've also got this 6 here as well, so it's gathering all the things that you're left with. So 5 times 20 is 100, times 6 is 600. So after all that sweat equity, you arrive here, but it's still not quite reduced. Um, so you say, okay, there's a common factor. And you say, I'm going to try and divide by 4, right? So if we divide that by 4, divide that by 4, okay, then we're going to have 2 over... Sometimes, you, if you're not using a calculator, you might have to go off into margin and figure on that. 
4 into 20 goes 5. So 150. So after all that, you arrive at 2 over 150. And hey, gee, those are still even numbers. <laughs> so 2 goes into itself once. And 2 goes into 150. What, 75 times? Whew. So that took a while you know, to get it into that final reduced form. But I wanted to show you something cute. Although it's not a calculator course, this is something to um, sort of test yourself with. Check this out. So this is not a calculator course, you know, we're, we're testing our ability to do these things by hand. But, you know, when it's midnight and you want to crutch and you want to know that you did it right, check out, we could type this whole string of multiplication of fractions that we had in the beginning and double check our answer. So check this out, one-third times nine-eighths. Notice how you type in fractions into a TI-83 or something like this, you know, chunk them off with parentheses, times four-fifths. So I'm typing in all those original fractions that we had. 16 twentieths. That's why people get hooked on the calculator because it makes it easier. And then 1 18th. So you key all that into the calculator, you hit enter, and it gives you that, which is a decimal. But then you hit math, frac, enter, just hit enter. Look at that, and voila, 1 75th. So, you know, you, and that's exactly what we got right so we have the ability to check these things on a calculator um, but just test yourself on your cross cancellation skills I would say okay once you've done your cross canceling if you goof up along the way you'll probably never find it so you know it's really hard to look back at it because you see all these things canceled out so you might just want to scratch it and start again if you feel like you goofed that's just a test-taking strategy. Okay, reminder on exponential expressions where the base is a fraction. When in doubt, expand it out. So reminder, if you have um, two-thirds cubed, it really means two-thirds times two-thirds times two-thirds, which we now know we can travel straight across and arrive at 8 over 27. So let's play that um, again with this example, three-fifths cubed. Well, now we know that means three-fifths times three-fifths times three-fifths, well that's good, you know, those numbers are going to grow quickly. So three times three times three makes 27 times each other. Like three times three is nine times another three makes 27. Five times five is 25 times another five makes 125. So just when in doubt, expand it out is what I would say. Okay. Um, the next slide we as a reminder on reciprocals little reminder on reciprocals uh, two numbers are reciprocals of each other if their product is one so you know a over b we can we call b over a its reciprocal and notice you know if you take a over b times b over a you're going to get ab over ab which is one so let's just kind of make sure we're understanding this little fact are 7 eighths and 8 sevenths reciprocals? And we say, yeah, sure they are. But let's check. Is it true that 7 eighths times 8 sevenths equals 1? Well, yeah, because 7, eight, seven times 8 is 56. Either way, you're going to get 56 over 56, which is 1. Okay? So indeed, they are reciprocals. Every number has a reciprocal except 0. The number 0 has no reciprocal. Why? Because there is no number that when you multiply it by zero, the result shall be one, right? Like a, a number times its reciprocal has to make one. 
Uh, and you know, if you multiply something times zero, it'll never make one. It'll be zero. So every number has a reciprocal except zero. That's just a note to self. All right, now let's take a look at division. Division is very closely related to multiplication. Division can be rewritten as multiplication by the reciprocal. So what I'm getting at is um, if you have a over b divided by c over d, you always take the time to do a rewrite and call it a over b times d over c. And notice that I use the reciprocal of this original fraction. Okay, so um, if you need numbers, 3 fifths divided by 2 sevenths can be rewritten as 3 fifths times 7 halves. And then when you rewrite it, then you multiply. So 3 times 7, 21. 5 times 2, 10. 21 over 10. So um, let's just try an example together within these notes. So if you have uh, 12 sevenths and you want to multiply that by 8 over 21. I'm sorry, divide, I meant divide. <laughs> you want to divide that by 8 over 21. You would rewrite that as 12 sevenths times the reciprocal, 21 over 8. And then, like I said, if you're real comfortable with cross cancellation, do it. Otherwise, don't do it. Travel straight across and reduce at the end. But here, 7 goes into itself once. 7 goes into 21 three times. 12 and 8 have common factors, but I'm going to dodge that, you know, just because I don't, I, I like to do that later. 12 times 3 is 36. Clearly 1 times 8 is 8, meaning I like to reduce at the end. I know that 36 over 8 reduces common factor of 4. So note to self, divide by 4, divide by 4. So we're going to have 9 and 8 divided by 4 is 2, so 9 halves. And again, although this is not a calculator course, what I like to do when I'm at home and I'm just, you know, want to feel confident in my answer, I'll be like, I'll do it and then I'll check it. So I'll be like 12 sevenths, and then I'll hit divided by, you know, 8 21st, get it, you know, get a decimal, and then hit math frac. 9 halves. Voila, nine halves. But only touch the calculator after you've tried it by hand. Okay, and I believe this is our final, yes, our final slide for today is evaluation of expressions. We can, we're gearing ourselves up for doing order of operations on, uh, so let's dive in. If x is 5 6 and y is 2 fifths and we have to evaluate x divided by y, we know that's a lot of plug and chug, right? So we know we need 5 6 divided by 2 fifths. And now we know that that really means 5 6 times reciprocal, right? Times 5 halves, which really, and then travel straight across, which really means 25 twelfths. And voila. Sorry, the pen was being fussy there. 25 twelfths, you see I've snipped in the answer. So we're able to perform division. Now we can actually perform a lot of things. Let's, this is a good one. Maybe you want to hit pause and try this one on your own, but plug and chug. So now we have a half squared times your y guy, which is, which is 3 fifths, plug and chug in 3 fifths, divided by 2 25ths. That's phase one is writing it out. 
then clean. A half squared really means a half times a half, which is a fourth. Now, if you need to, I always say, kind of, if you need to think about that off in the margin, let me do that in another color. Think about that off in the margin somewhere. A half squared means a half times a half, which is a fourth. Okay, so we have a fourth. Now I'm going to come back here. Times three-fifths. And then, aha, division really means multiplied by the reciprocal. So I'll just use the reciprocal of that, which is 25 halves. Now, that's a good thing. Now we have a whole string of multiplication. We can look on the diagonals for cross-cancellation. 5 goes into itself once. 5 goes into 25 five times. And now travel straight across. 1 times 3 times 5 makes 15. And downstairs, 4 times 1 times 2 makes 8. So 15 eighths. And voila, we got it. So maybe you tried that on your own and got 15 eighths as well. So like I said, we're gearing up to do order of operations on fractions, but my next video involves the rules for addition and subtraction, and uh, then we'll be able to put it all together in one lovely dance. So, um, hope that helped. Good luck.